Happy summer solstice. This is episode 10 of the Make Noise podcast. Welcome. I'm your host, Nancy Murphy. And today we are going to talk about summer fun or none. So let's dive in. So I have a love-hate relationship with summer. I know you're going to think I'm nuts, but I do. I mean, I, I like the warm weather. I enjoy swim, swimming and paddleboard yoga. But historically, I found summer to be a time of dark loneliness. As a child, I remember the bell for school would go off and everyone was so excited about their summer plans. And while typically I didn't have any, as I had two younger siblings to look after because both my parents worked. So I already had the the premonition of the summer's going to stink because I would have to watch my siblings and empty the dishwasher and fold laundry. And it was pretty sad that the highlight of my days were being ironing dad's shirts and watching General Hospital, which was my favorite. And I didn't have many friends as a child. um, So I, I truly felt lonely and misplaced. I had like two friends that lived in the neighborhood. And when I was allowed to go out and play, Uh, we would get together. And I was just to boot, like, so jealous of the kids who could walk uptown and hang out. And I couldn't do that. So I think that's, I have a little PTSD from that from the summers. And then also my birthdays in July, and with no school meant no parties. And that means like no cupcakes in class. And on the like, off year, I think it was like my 13th birthday, I my parents were allowing me to have a party at the house. And no one could come because everyone was on vacation, or away or whatever. So it was kind of sad. (laughs) I'm so I'm so sad. Well, I'm sad for that version of me. I'm okay now. And I the, the highlight of summer would have been my cousin who was like my sister from another mister and uh we would go to her cape house and i have the best memories of summer there but now that i'm an adult up until probably this year and even now it's still a little eh, i still don't love summer it reminds me of how many people are away on vacation and i'm not with them so i immediately feel like fomo or left out whether I'm invited or not, (laughs) but I just feel that way. And in the words of Michael Singer, it's like, I am not my thoughts and my thoughts are not me. I've learned that over the years, the busyness of the school year kept me afloat because with having to run around, I wasn't able to sit down and listen to my thoughts. So it was an excuse not to um, meditate or dig deep. And, and and that's hard to do. I mean, it hasn't been until recently that most people have the capacity to sit silently and really listen into their body because they're afraid. They're afraid of what they're actually feeling and thinking. And they figured if they can be busy, they don't have to deal with those demons. And that was me for a long time. And I'm better with the summer now I, of 
not seeing people not having an organized schedule. That's the other part too, is not having a schedule that I think that's the project manager in me that it just drives me nuts. Like I need order. I need to know who's on first, what's on second. And somebody's, I think at third, but, um, and so then I have the fear of, okay, my kids are not in school. How am I going to keep them entertained and work and get them to play dates because you want them to have play dates so that are not sitting on a screen all day with the TV and video games, but yet at the same point, they have no structure. And I have felt that, and I think I do this more for myself than for them. I created a a list of like what needs to be done in order to earn screen time. And there's a lot of them, even on Pinterest too, that you can come up with um, a, a list of chores every day or a timeline. Like this is when we get up, this is when we'll have breakfast, make our bed, blah, blah, blah. Um, so there are things you can print out or get ideas. And I've used that in the past in order to add a little structure for them, but also definitely for me so that I could say, okay, we need to do this in order to do that. And it gives me the opportunity to spend time with them too, because I internalize will make my schedule around their schedule. So I'll say, okay, we can go walk the dog at this time every day or go for a hike or I can drive you to so-and-so's house. So it really helps in that aspect of summer scheduling. And I know a lot of times people are like overscheduled and I'm not saying to do that because kids need downtime. I need downtime, obviously. But at the same point too, it's kind of nice or at least couple of days a week having some structure or Monday through Friday or, or whatever works for for you to to make that happen. I feel like I'm, I'm talking more about myself <laughs> in that situation, but it, it gives me a little bit of agita thinking about like summer and oh my gosh, how am I going to entertain the kids and take time off and do everything I want to do. So So some of the things I've learned to share um, was making a list every morning of the things I want to get done. And I make that with the kids too. Okay, where are we at today? What do we have today? What is our like top thing we want to get done today? Um, So that we can all be on the same page and, and also kind of take a step back and say, okay, what's important today? What's not? What can we wait to do or what needs to be done or looked at right away. Um, So making that list, even a schedule, I I definitely would say a schedule. Um, Another idea too that um, a few people I know have done is they create a bucket list or of things to do for the summer. And the kids each partake in that and what they really want to get done or do that summer or go on a day trip or go get ice cream. It doesn't have to be anything big. It can go go to, you know, a, a playground or a sp- special park that's in the area. Um, that's really fun because it gives them something to look forward to. And, and you can even just, you know, come out with a calendar and be like, okay, this week we're going to do this amusement park. And then next week we're going to do this. And, and, it kind of makes 
the family get together and talk about that things that everybody wants to do and what they're excited about. Um, and it gives them uh, a little bit of an idea too of what's in store for the summer versus the I'm bored. We have nothing to going on. We have nothing to do. Um, I do find that that helps a lot having um, a, a calendar of events. Um, and I don't know if you know this too, but libraries have a lot of great uh, free passes to local zoos and uh, aquariums and museums. So definitely check those out because um, that is always really fun to to go on a day trip and kids are free usually on public transportation. So if you take the commuter rail, the, that's part of the fun right there. Just getting on the train um, is super exciting to go visit a different place and go experience something. And it doesn't have to cost a lot of money. So those are some ideas for the summer I wanted to share with you. Um, I'm super excited that it is the summer solstice and um, it just it's nice to be outside and put your bare feet in the ground and get grounded with nature and enjoy the downtime that we need and have. Um, I know I'm going to try to do that in the coming weeks and um, and I'm going to listen to myself too and know when I need to give myself a little pep talk or just need to meditate and listen to what my body needs in my mind. Um, and so those are some um, fun things for the summer. And I'm going to ask to please uh, continue listening, subscribing. I would love that. Share uh, this podcast with your friends. Follow me on social media for the latest um, updates. My site should be up soon, which will have all of my podcasts and show notes and um, tons of fun stuff that I can't wait to share with you. So take care of yourself. You're really important and everybody needs you. And um, I'll talk to you soon. Bye.